0: Hey, good morning, friends, and
1: welcome to Bartow Sports Zone. It's time to get you in the zone with BSC. I'm your host Charles Wilson. I'll be joined today by members of the Barto's Sports Zone Benchwarmers. We have Alan Sanders keeping all the wheels running back in the WBHF studios, and we hope to be joined by some of our BSC team members a little later on this morning. We're looking forward to today's show featuring interviews with Kyle Sandy of sandyspill.com. He'll have his GHSA basketball preseason outlook for us. And then later on, we'll visit with Adairsville head football coach John Cudd prior to tonight's regular season finale at Cahulla Creek. And then later on, we'll spend some time looking at the first college football playoff rankings and we'll discuss some of this weekend's upcoming college football action. So we're glad you've joined us. And we reminded that you can always find us online at BarcosportZone.com. And you can look for our free podcast downloads wherever you download your podcast. Just search for Bartos Sports Zone Podcast. We're brought to you by Oak Valley Designs, iWorks of Cartersville, Latitude Blue, Schottenkirk Honda, Rooks Roofing and Exteriors, Derek Strange of Edward Jones Investments, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station. Styles Auto Care, Blackstone Realty, Day Chevrolet, Sidelines Grill, All-Star Roofing, Elite Stone Supply, Zach Pritchard Injury Firm, Kelly's Pet Grooming, Asher Realty, Three-Way Campers, and Karen Ayers, Realtor at Atlanta Communities. So let's get things started and let's welcome in our opening guest of the morning, Mr. Kyle Sandy, our statewide high school basketball analyst from sandyspill.com. Good morning, Kyle.
2: Charles, good morning, sir. How have you been? It's been a while.
1: Yeah, been a little while since uh, our state tournament uh, discussions that we had back in, uh, I guess, March. So glad to have you here. And it's always a pleasure to uh, kind of pick away at your knowledge of high school basketball around the state of Georgia.
2: Yes, thank you so much. You know, Georgia is such a great area to, you know, go out there and watch some high school hoops. So I'm sure we got a lot to talk about today.
1: Yeah, well, before we get to all of that, tell us what's new these days with Kyle Sandy and SandySpill.com.
2: Oh, boy. uh. Well, I guess uh the most personal thing is I got engaged on April first in this off season. So that was Congratulations. a that was <laughs> thank you. That was a that was a pretty big moment for me. So it's just been a busy off season. Um, but everything Sandy Spiel wise, it's just churning and burning. We had two fall leagues, a boys' fall league, uh boys and girls fall leagues, um, one at East Polding and one at Dawson County. So that kept me very busy. Then we got four upcoming showcase events during the GHSA season that uh, I'm sure we'll touch on at some point eventually. Uh, that'll be very exciting as well. So everything's just getting prepped and ready for the upcoming GHSA season. A lot of my plate, especially to finish up this year uh, before we turn into 2024, but I'm looking forward to it.
1: Well, before again, before we get started, tell everybody how they can find more information about what you do and about your coverage how how they can find about your coverage of high school basketball in georgia
2: so you can check out sandyspiel.com that's s a n d y s s p i e l.com or you could just google Kyle Sandy that's probably a little bit easier if you don't want that sandy spiel uh, mouthful and then of course on twitter or x or whatever you like to call it Kyle Sandy 355 and then also on Instagram, I try to get some highlights from every game that I attend. Sandy Spiel on Instagram as well.
1: It's awesome, folks. If you've not followed Sandy, uh, Sandy Spiel or Kyle on uh, his Twitter feed, uh, it's a it's a great opportunity to keep up with high school basketball all around the state of Georgia. Kyle, I know you come prepared to tell us all about the top girls and boys teams and players across the state, but Let's uh, let you start at least with some of your takes on the local programs here in Bartow County.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's some good teams. I have some teams in that preseason top 10 on the boys and girls side. Uh, Adairsville opened up number 10 on the boys side in class 3A. They have a lot coming back. Trey Winters um, getting it done on the football field, but really known for his basketball prowess. Zach Postel is a really good guard that can shoot the ball. Um, I think they're the clear-cut favorite in Region 6-3A this year. They're the team to beat. They had a great season last year, and I expect them to do some damage this year. They're actually coming to the Sandy Spiel Northwest Georgia uh, Invitational on 12-2 at Darlington. I have them uh, playing uh, Central Carrollton, which should be a pretty good game. So that's one to keep an eye on. Um, some other teams that look at, uh, the girls for Adairsville, again, 14 and 15 last year, but they have pretty much everybody back as well. So uh, reason for excitement over there for the Tigers. Cartersville girls, they opened up the season number four in the state in Region 5A. Again, a team that graduates just two seniors, a lot of talent back. Caitlin Arnold, Ansley Griffin, Niall Camper, very, very good. Cass boys, 15 and 14 a season ago. Jaden Foster's a really good senior guard that should have a big final season. And then Woodland. Woodland's still still rebuilding on both sides for the girls' and boys' programs. But I got to see Zion Heath play at my Sandy Spill Fall League. He's a nice little player that gets a little overshadowed at times. And then Brelace Williams, he averaged a double-double last year. Uh, I expect Woodland to be much better than their two-win season a season ago. Kip Dyer has had that team churning and burning. And also... I would like to say that Woodland, 2-24, and but a lot of those games were a lot closer than what you would expect, and I think Woodland's on the verge of winning a couple more games this upcoming season, especially on the boys' side.
1: He's Kyle Sandy of sandyspill.com. If you like that kind of information, he's the guy to follow out there on Twitter and also uh, keep up with everything that he does with his showcases and uh, rankings and all of those things with sandyspill.com. Alan, we're going to take our first break of the morning here on Bartow Sports Sun. When we come back, we're going to take a run around the state of Georgia with Kyle Sandy, find out who the best teams are out there around the country, uh, around the state.
3: Hey, Frankie Johnson here from Styles Auto Care. And just passing through on the retirement trail, Mac McKenzie.
1: Mac, what brings you in town? My granddaughter came to visit and was backing out of our camping spot and boom, right into a tree. Oh, no. Eh, That's okay. I brought it down to the collision center and you guys took great care of her. Wrote an estimate, dealt with the insurance company, made her feel right at home. When it was finished, the car
3: looked better than it did before. Wow, thanks, Mac. And just remember, at Styles Auto Care, we can can do do almost anything to your your vehicle vehicle except sell
0: it. it.
1: Do you love the way your home or business looks in Christmas lights? But lack the expertise and equipment to get the job done right and safely? Hydro Pro Wash has the answer. We can design and install your decorative lights, maintain them throughout the season at no extra charge, and take them down at the start of the new year. For an exact quote today, call 678-764-3553, find Hydro Pro Wash on Facebook, or go to mychristmaslightspro.com we
4: let Kelly and her staff hamper your pet at Kelly's Pet Grooming. Hey, everybody, Alan Sanders here. You can depend on Kelly's Pet Grooming located on North Tennessee Street right here in Cartersville, where they've been keeping local dogs and cats and their owners happy for 30 years, right in Bartow. Let me tell you, as owner of many dogs over the years, there's nobody we've trusted more than Kelly. All grooming is appointment only, and standing appointments are available. Kelly also offers express grooming and walk-in nail clipping services for dogs and cats of all ages. Call kelly at 770-382-9013 that's 770-382-9013 making cartersville beautiful one pet at a time
1: welcome back to bartow sports zone on WDHF in cartersville i'm charles wilson we have uh, Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studios with us, keeping the show on the air. Uh, we are uh, also been joined now by Larry Gardner on the Zoom Connection, and we have Kyle Sandy with us on the Zoom Connection as well, talking some high school basketball uh, for the upcoming season. Uh, Kyle, let's move on to uh, your look at some of the top girls teams across the state of Georgia. I know your preseason rankings are already out there. Uh, Some area teams, Cartersville girls in at number four, and then also in this region, Calhoun and Dalton in there in the top ten.
2: Yeah, that's just a really um, tough region overall, region seven and five A. Cartersville number four in the state, Calhoun number seven, Dalton number eight. You can't forget about Hiram has a really good player in Hadiah Kennerly and Taylor Crawford, so that's a nice little duo there. Cass should be much improved as well this season. Um, So that's a good area to watch some high school basketball. Outside of that area, you're talking about Grayson Girls. They picked up some key transfers this offseason, namely Danielle Carnegie, who just committed to Georgia Tech. She's a big-time player, uh, possibly the best player in the state as far as seniors go. So that's a really good team. River Ridge Girls, really tough. They're defending Class 6A state champs. They have a ton back. I know they graduate Matea Gale, who was the player of the year. Uh, But Sophia Pearl is a really good junior guard uh, that has a lot of mid-major interest from all across the nation. And then Kayla Cleveland uh, can flat-out play as well. And then I'd be remiss not to mention some of the private schools. Mount Perrin had a great season last year, only lost one game, won the state title in Class 2A. Uh, a heavy, heavy favorite to win it all again this year. And then Hebron Christian, everybody back from last year's 32 and 0 team. They go ahead and add Danielle Osho, a six foot one forward that won a state title at Brookwood. So Hebron is a national powerhouse with all the, the girls that have been collected over there. And they are um, definitely um, the lead dog in Class 3A to win another state title.
1: Always great information from Kyle as we travel around the state and take a look at who the best potential teams are out there, not only in this area, around Cartersville and Bartow County, but also around the state of Georgia. Now let's uh, let you take a spin around the state with the top boys teams and individual players across Georgia.
2: In 7A, you have McEachern and Grayson. It feels like those two teams are going to be battling it out all season long. McEachern actually just lost Moses hips. Uh, He just transferred out to Arizona. Um, which is a, a big blow, a six foot four shooting guard. Um, but Ace Bailey's a consensus, consensus top three player in the entire nation, a six foot 10, uh, five star wing that is committed to Rutgers. So he's going to carry the load for them. And then Grayson, you're looking at a team that has Jacob Wilkins, who just transferred in from Parkview, who's committed to uh, UGA. And he's joining Jakari Harris in the backcourt, who's a really good guard. Uh, Those two teams are tough. And then you can't count out Wheeler. They always have a couple tricks up their sleeve and a ton of talent. Um, So those are three of the top teams there, of course, coming out of 7A. You look at some of the smaller classifications, Pace Academy and 4A. Uh, Again, another team that has pretty much everyone back from a state title winning team. Kyle Green is a good guard that is committed to Central Florida, and he has a lot of help around him as well. Um, So those those teams right there, Pace Academy and the 7A schools, I would say when you look at it, at least on paper, and you could probably throw in Sandy Creek as well again, uh, Class 3A state champs with Micah Smith going to James Madison. A lot of those teams have a lot coming back and should be regarded as some of the top programs for the boys' side across the state of Georgia.
1: And in uh, Class 3A, as you mentioned earlier, in case folks are just tuning in, you have the Adairsville boys ranked at number 10 in Region 6 AAA. And then out of Class 5A, that includes three of our local schools, you've got the Hiram boys in there at number five, and out of seven 5A.
2: Yeah, Hiram has a chance to be really, really good. It's just going to come down to are all those football players going to be playing basketball? Uh, you got some big time studs, and Chase Tyler, who's a, a wide receiver commit to Duke, and then Walter Matthews, who. Uh, is is signed to play at, I think, USC off the top of my head over in California. So if those guys are able to play basketball this year, uh, you're looking at a Hiram team that hit the transfer market, had three really good players move in, uh, led by Ryan Williams, a point guard from North Paulding. Uh, That's a really strong nucleus, a really good core that won a lot of games last year. Um, But it's really just going to dictate – um, what's going to dictate how high their ceiling is, is just how many of those football players are actually going to play basketball their senior season.
1: Kyle, I know it's uh, kind of one of your pet peeves, and uh, uh, also uh, it's just a, a, a part of the game now. The transfer portal within high school basketball seems to be alive and well in the girls and the boys.
2: Oh, yeah, no kidding. I mean, it's, it's crazy because I try to do all these preseason accolades and rankings just to let fans and teams and players know like okay this is kind of your measuring stick to have a good idea of what's going on but I'm still finding transfers to this day that I don't know about and I'm sure there's a ton that I haven't discovered yet that are going to be like substantial movements in the state of Georgia that are going to move teams up and down the rankings and I just don't know about it and then you have to add in the fact, well, someone transferred here. Well, maybe they're ineligible. Maybe they're eligible. Sometimes it feels like it just depends on what school you go to, whether you're ruled eligible or ineligible. And we see the same schools get the same amount of talent every year. And then other schools, they, they just hey, I just happen to have a kid move in. And then they get flagged and say, no. <laughs> or you can't five. Here. <laughs> yeah. So it's very, uh, it's kind of frustrating tracking all that stuff down. But I do the best I can to make sure everything I have on my website is. As up to date and as accurate as possible,
1: Kyle. Three pretty significant rule changes are in effect for this year. Let me run through those real quick, and then I want to hear your what your take is on the on the changes with the shot clock. Now, there's no closely guarded count anymore on the dribbler, so uh, there won't be a closely guarded count uh, where we normally see the official counting to five on that uh, six foot closely guarded situation. That does still uh, take effect if the ball is being hailed, but now you have to be within three feet for there to be a five count. And then on fouls and violations in the front court, there's four designated throw-in spots. And then there's no longer, this is the big one, no longer any one-in-one free throws. We'll shoot two free throws starting with the fifth foul in each quarter and then reset it to zero at the beginning of each quarter. Your take real quick in these
2: final seconds. I- I'm glad I'm not a coach and I don't have to worry about that. My pen and my piece of paperwork, all the same, with whatever calls the referees have to make, so I don't have to make any adjustments on my side of things, but that's very interesting, uh, and, and that's good to know, you know, I love seeing tight on-ball defense, so hopefully that doesn't uh, make anybody not want to get up and guard, and I know the shot clock has changed a lot, uh, obviously, last year, but I think it's, It's resulted in not a a world-changing style of play. I think the level of basketball in the state of Georgia boys and girls is still at a very high level. And uh, the two free throws, that's very, very interesting. I think that's going to change some things. Uh, I hope at the end of practice right now, everyone's getting their pressure free throws in because it sounds like they're going to be very important this upcoming season. you got 10 seconds. Tell us how to find your stuff. Kyle Sandy 355 on Twitter slash X. Uh, Sandy Spiel on Instagram, and of course, online, sandyspiel.com. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, Charles.
4: This is Cartersville's own personal injury attorney, Zach Pritchard. Football season is an exciting time, but if a car, truck, or motorcycle wreck has tackled you behind the line, call us today and hand off that stress to us. We make sure your injuries are treated so that you can get back in the game and continue crossing those goal lines. Don't let insurance companies rush you with their tricks and tactics. With Pritchard Injury Firm's protection, you'll never come out of the pocket. So call me today. 470-420-4200 or google us at Pritchard com.
0: hi this is ivy jordan my husband trey and i invite you to visit us at latitude blue under the church street bridge in cartersville we are a unique custom designed pool builder offering pebble tech and imagine pools latitude blue has a service department that can service and maintain your swimming pool and spa we also have a full-service retail store stocked with products to increase your outdoor fun. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Latitude Blue, bringing families together, one backyard at a time.
5: And they took Jonathan Goods out. Mario Pullover now playing QB. Takes the snap, keeps it himself, up the middle, right side. He's got room to run! He's going to score!
1: Welcome back to Bartow Sports zone. That was Larry Gardner with the call of the go-ahead and game-winning touchdown for the Adairsville Tigers last week as they defeated the Bremen Blue Devils and captured the Region 6 AAA Championship. And now we welcome in the head coach of the Tigers, Coach John Cud. Good morning, coach. Good morning. Glad to have you with us. Uh, congratulations. Uh winning uh, back-to-back region championships now in Region 6 AAA. Yes, sir. We appreciate it. And all the excitement at the end of uh, last week's game and after the final horn had sounded, when you huddled up with the team down on the field, what was the message you shared with the team at that moment?
6: Um, just wanted to express, um, you know, the appreciation for our resiliency. Um, just – what all we've gone through this year as a, as a team and just, um, you know, let them know that, you know, that they've come a long way and, and, and you know, really on them to, to, to do this. And, um, you know, just so appreciative of, of how they played and how they came back and everything that we've been through this year. They just kept uh, plugging along and, and making it happen.
1: Carl's Wilson here along with Larry Gardner on the zoom connection, Alan Sanders back in the studios of WBHF visiting with coach John Cudd this morning, Larry, I know you're anxious to get a question in here with coach Cudd.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Coach, you know, the, during the whole process of the game, you know, there was a lot of ebbs and flows, but one of the things that stuck out to me is the intensity that the defensive unit played with in the second half. Talk about, what you saw out of those guys, more importantly, how you saw people step up from all over the place. Whether it was Jaden Hobart, or if it was um, uh, Evading Payne, or any of those guys that all stepped up, you found out that those guys could play to another level, didn't you? Uh, there's no doubt. And um, you know, one of the things we talked about at halftime.
6: Uh, you know, Jonathan goes out of the game, second drive of the game, and it was kind of like we took a, you know, a blow um, there, and. Um, you could kind of feel it on the sideline, but we came in and we talked about the one thing that, you know, we can control is we didn't tackle very well in the first half. Uh, they they slipped off of us and we had multiple opportunities to, to make plays, but uh, I think the kids took the ownership and said, you know what, we can play better. And um, and when we went out in the second half, they definitely uh, stepped up and, and kind of took their game to the next level because they knew, you know, we, we put it on them. You know, defensively, we are going to have to – Uh, make it happen so it was it was exciting to see those guys step up and and they're all capable but uh, sometimes they just don't know how good
5: they can be until they go out there and put it on the line
1: larry you're free to to follow up
5: absolutely and coach you know you got Several guys who were playing both sides of the ball, you know, in a game of that magnitude, talk about Bobby Campbell and, and just how his leadership, especially both on the offensive and, and even getting a lot of the defensive side of the snaps and how he just kind of kept rallying the troops to keep fighting, keep fighting, all until you got that uh, go-ahead score there in the second half. Oh, there's no doubt he is uh, he's a game-changer on the line of
6: scrimmage. Um, you know, we've tried to – We've tried to go as as many kids as we can, uh, one side of the ball, uh, but we knew going in that it was going to be tough uh, because of the scheme that they ran. And uh, of course, Bobby just, um, man, on defense, he just, he takes, it takes three guys to block him. And and when you've got that kind of uh, ability there, it just, uh, it just opens it up for a lot of other people.
1: Coach, we always joke here on uh, Bartow sports zone that Bobby's only been around for seven or eight seasons. So, uh, it seems like anyway, just uh, kind of joking around there. But, uh, yeah, a great player coming through the Adairsville program. Coach Trey Winters had two very long touchdown plays, three touchdowns total in that game. He added five tackles on defense. I want you to tell us a little bit about his development uh, as a junior, but then I also want you to answer a question for 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 me as his football coach. Is his future brighter as a football player or a basketball player?
6: Well, he is good at both and, uh, I'm not going to answer that question. Um, <laughs> you know, as far as that, it, he likes both and, and I can tell you, uh, he knows he's got a chance to play football at a high level. He's also a very good basketball player too. So, uh, you know, we've told him to keep his options open. Um, you know, don't never close the door. Uh, you know, you, you keep those doors uh, open and, uh, and he knows that and, uh, he's excited about, you know, both opportunities, but, um, I will say this about Trey on Friday night that a lot of people didn't, uh, may not have realized. Um, And we've talked about it this week and it's probably as impressive as Jonathan Gooch coming back in the game. Uh, Trey catches the 98 yard touchdown pass uh, the second play of the first half. Uh, I'm sorry, second half. And um, he runs, or they they almost run the kickoff back for a touchdown and he's the guy that saves the touchdown. And we end up getting the interception down there inside of the five yard line. Uh, So that was back to back plays where I mean, his athleticism's on display uh, and uh, there's not too many people that have the conditioning to make something like that happen. And he's one of them. And it was very, very uh, impressive uh, to watch those two things unfold.
1: Coach, uh, you got about 30 seconds to do it, but tell us about that game winning drive at the end
6: well um you know we were hoping we would get a, a nice little return there and they ended up kicking it to jamarian uh, which uh i had you wonder why they do that but uh jamarian's such an explosive kid and and uh he runs it back down to about the seven yard line and um you know we didn't get some uh penal or uh interference calls earlier in the game but we ended up getting that one uh, there uh which we really needed and then we went wildcat and jamarian just uh Jamarian was being Jamarian. I mean, just making a play. And uh, it was just, it was awesome to see.
1: He's Coach John Cudd, head football coach of the back to back reaching six AAA champion of Daresville Tigers. We'll take a timeout here on BSZ and be back with more from Coach Cudd. Are you in the market for a previously owned vehicle? Well, Schottenkirk Honda on Main Street in Cartersville is your used car superstore. With many of our vehicles of all makes and models priced well within your budget, Schottenkirk has the vehicle to meet your needs. Of course, we have plenty of used Hondas in our certified inventory as well, so stop by and visit today and give us a shot at Schottenkirk Honda, 539 East Main Street, or check us out online at Hondaofcartersville.com.
5: Hey, football fans, this is Sean, owner of St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station. Are you ready for some touchdown-worthy treats during football season? Well, we've got something special just for you. Swing by St. Angelo's and enjoy our great pizza, famous swings, and local bar, perfect for cheering on your favorite teams. And that's not all. Our famous $9.99 Pizza of the Month promotion is still going strong, giving you a delicious surprise every month. So don't miss out. Visit us at stangelos.com to find our menu and order online. Catch all the football action with St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station. See you soon, and go team!
1: Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF in Cartersville. Charles Wilson here along with Larry Gardner on the Zoom Connection. Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studios. Jackson Hyde with us in and out a little bit as well. And we're visiting with Coach John Cudd of the Adairsville Tigers who go on the road tonight to take on the Kahala Creek Colts coach at six and zero oh in the region. You've already locked up the number one seed for the playoffs next week. Uh, the Colts sit at four and two with Gordon Lee and, uh, just one game ahead of Ringgold who is actually playing Gordon Lee tonight. Uh, what's been the approach this week, considering it is a very meaningful game for Cahola Creek and maybe a less meaningful game for the Tigers regarding the playoffs.
6: Well, the message is finished the job. Um, and, uh, you know, we, uh, you know, we're not going up there to lose. Uh, and I know it's meaningful, for, meaningful to those guys. Uh, but, you know, I, I think our kids want to, uh, want to finish uh, the regular season on a high note and, uh, and kind of propel ourselves into the playoffs. So we're, uh, you know, we're a banged up group right now. Uh, we've got some sickness going through the program, but you know, our message this week is we don't have any excuses. We're just going to go up there and, and play to our ability. And, um, uh, and just know that if we play up to our capabilities, we, we should um, take care of business.
1: Larry Gardner has the broadcast tonight on the bar, on the uh, Adairsville sports network. Larry, jump in here uh, with a question about tonight's
0: matchup.
5: Absolutely coach. You know, we we've, we've been able to really handle business against the Colts all time. And, and uh, our history season wise, when it comes to playing them, but the last couple of years hasn't been the traditional, you know, you think that's going to be an easy game on the schedule. You know, they've been playing really well the last couple of years. They've got a lot to play for because a win to them is huge in, in terms of their being able to be in the playoffs. Um, what have you seen on game film this week in scouting them that you really want to be prepared for? Yeah, I, they're very capable on offense. They uh, the, the quarterback
6: is uh, is really impressive. um you know they lost a ton of kids last year off the off the team that you know they got their first uh, playoff uh, appearance, and um, a lot of seniors that were you know really good players for them. But they've replaced some guys, and and the quarterback is is very uh, impressive. Um, they got some receivers that are very capable as well. Um, you know the running game they they play uh, several different guys there, and uh, you know defensively they line up well. They they get to the football well. Um, you know they they attack the football so. Uh, you know, we, we're going to have our work cut out for us um, uh, tonight, but you just, you know, we, we're we prepared for those things, and, um, you know, we're going to go up there and, and give it our best shot to, to um, go undefeated in the region this year.
1: Larry, I'll come right back to you after my follow-up question. Uh, what about atmosphere tonight? What kind of atmosphere do you expect to, to find once you get to Cahulla Creek? Well, they definitely
6: have some excitement. Uh, They've been very successful the last couple of years, and we expect them to pack their house and and their students to be involved because I know they want to lock up this uh, this three seed this year. So, um, you know, I expect it to be kind of chaotic, especially from the student section and all that. So uh, I just hope we bring a, a large crowd to come out and support our guys as well.
1: Our connection uh, appears to have, uh, there he is. He's back again. Larry, jump back in here.
5: Absolutely, Coach. You got <clears throat> You got several playmakers that are going to be able to be featured here tonight. And, you know, the, we, we talked a little bit about this on the weekend when we ran into each other. The job's not finished. You don't want to lose the momentum that you built from last week's victory. You know, as a coach, I know you're never satisfied with what takes place, but, what 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 needs to happen for you tonight for you to actually lay your head down on your pillow and say okay we gave it the best effort that we did we're in good shape we can get start getting ready for next week.
6: I think uh, our defense to continue to play uh, with the effort that we played with uh, probably mid second quarter on last week and uh, and then the offensive line just to continue to to gel uh, because we've got some playmakers on offense. There's no doubt about it, but just continue to gel and and, and open up those holes for those guys. Uh, And if we do those things, I'll feel really good about
1: where we're at. We're visiting with Coach John Cudd of the Adairsville Tigers. A couple of minutes left here. Coach, uh, coaches never like to admit that they're looking down the road a bit, but uh, looking ahead to the possible playoff matchups, how much do you know about the teams that could visit Tiger Valley one week from tonight? as a number four seed out of region seven AAA, it looks like it's pickens gilmer or white county any knowledge on any of those three well
6: we have played uh pickens and uh and uh lumpkin i'm sorry not lumpkin uh pickens and gilmer county and um jv the last couple of years so we're, we're pretty familiar with them um white county we played in 2013 but they have a whole new staff now so I, i'm pretty sure they're spread on offense um now but um, but we have some, you know, we have some knowledge or, or some prior knowledge of, of most
1: of those guys. So, Final question, Coach, and we'll let you go. It's the final regular uh, season game for your seniors. Uh, just touch on the accomplishments of that group in this final minute. Just uh,
6: taking the torch from last year and just continuing. Uh, you know, we, we looked for leadership early, and, uh, you know, I think we finally found it. And, um, you know, I can't say enough about how those guys have just stepped up, even some guys that maybe haven't played in the past uh, that's played this year for us. Uh, so um, just uh, can't say enough about those guys and, and what they've done and continue to do.
1: He's Coach John Cudd, head coach of the back-to-back Region 6 AAA champion, Adairsville Tigers. And, Coach, uh, good luck tonight, <coughs> and we get to see you again next week uh, before your playoff game. So we'll schedule that visit for next Friday as well. That right, sounds good. Appreciate it. Coach John Cudd, head coach of the Adairsville Tigers. They take on the Cahala Creek Colts tonight. You can listen to the game on the Adairsville Sports Network. To win in sports, you need to adjust your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you create a game plan for your financial goals. He'll help you look at the big picture and help you plan for your future. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC.
0: Know what time it is? It's model year-end clearance time at Day's Chevrolet in Ackworth. And that means you can save up to $8,500 off a new 2023 Chevy Silverado 1500. Oh, yeah, 8,500 clams. So the way I see it, you've got a choice to make. Get to Day's Chevrolet in Ackworth right now while the selection is great. Or wait too long and run out of time. Save 8,500 off a new Silverado today. Find new roads online at
4: dayschevrolet.com.
1: Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the second hour of Bartos Forks on on your Friday, November the 3rd, 2023. I'm Charles Wilson, your host, along with Dave Coleman. And uh, we've got everybody on the line here. We've got Larry Gardner, who will have the Adairsville game tonight. He's on the Zoom connection also. We expect to hear from uh, Jackson Hyde. And we've got Alan Sanders. Holding everything together back in the WBHF studios. We're brought to you in part by Day Chevrolet, Sidelines Grill, All-Star Roofing, Elite Stone Supply, Zach Pritchard Injury Firm, Kelly's Pet Grooming, Asher Realty, Three-Way Campers, Karen Ayers, Realtor. With Atlanta Communities, Hydro Pro Wash, Oak Valley Designs, Works of Cartersville, Latitude Blues, Shottenkirk Honda, Rook's Roofing and Exteriors, Derek Strange of Edward Jones Investments, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Style's Auto Care, and Blackstone Realty. We want to thank our guest in the opening hour this morning, Kyle Sandy of sandyspill.com, and Coach John Cudd of the Adairsville Tigers. And next week here on BSC, we plan to have all three of the state playoff football coaches Uh, with interviews prior to their state playoff game. So we want to uh, uh, welcome you back into Bartow Sports Zone and give you a little news about next week's program as well. I know that uh, on the newscast this morning, uh, Mike Garcia has been recognizing our Bartow Sports Zone Elite Athletes of the Month. So we want to say congratulations to Ja'Kai Baldwin of Cass, Carly Garrison of Cartersville, Jonathan Gouge of Adairsville, and then also Jay Walker of Woodland. They were the October Elite Athletes of the Month. We also want to say congratulations to all three of the local teams who have made the state playoffs. Adairsville will host a state playoff game one week from tonight, uh, as they'll take on the Region Seven AAA Four Seed up in Tiger Valley. And I know that Larry Gardner, who has the Cahala Creek game with Adairsville tonight on the Adairsville Sports Network, will have that game for you uh, one week from tonight as well. And also congratulations to the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes, an undefeated regular season, uh, beating Dalton last week to win the region championship. They have a bye week this week, and they will be uh, at home in Wineman Stadium as they will take on the four seed uh, in the first round of the state playoffs. And the Cass Colonels, congratulations to them as well. They qualify for the state playoffs with the big win over Calhoun last week. They will be a four seed in the playoffs, and they will actually be playing at Cale. Uh, they'll take on the Longhorns next week. So uh, congratulations to them as they have qualified for the state playoffs for a third season in a row. One other bit of congratulations to the Colonels. Uh, Their offensive line was recognized as a line of distinction this week by Georgia High School Football Daily. Bear McWhorter, Judd Hyde, Kel Ellis, Jaden Malone, and Tay McKibbins uh, were part of that rotation as the Colonels rushed for 306 yards uh, and four touchdowns, had three backs over 75 yards, each in that 52-29 uh, to 29 playoff-clinching victory last week over Calhoun. Of course, running back Braylon Hill had 136 yards in that game. Some other things to look for this weekend, all of the state uh, cross-country participants from Bartow County, we've got uh, those championships today and tomorrow down in Carrollton. The Adairsville Boys, the Woodland Girls and Boys, and the Cartersville Girls and Boys will be in action along with the Daresville's Callie Victoria, who won the uh, six AAA race as an individual on the girls' side. They'll all be competing today or tomorrow in the state cross-country championships. And then we also want to wish luck to all of the local competition cheer teams who are in action around the state tomorrow in their regional sectional competitions. Daresville is over at Morgan County in Class AAA Cartersville will be at McIntosh in Class 5A, and then the Cass and Woodland squads are actually co-ed teams, so they will be in competition at Ola High School. So a full weekend of uh, activities, not just on the football gridiron, but also with the state cross-country meet and the qualifications to try to get to the state meet in cheerleading. So that's a uh, quick look at all of the activities around the county. Uh, And as we head out to our first commercial break here in this segment, we'll uh, just touch on a couple of things. Uh, The Rangers win their first ever World Series championship. They clinched that on Wednesday night, uh, winning the series four games to one. And uh, if Brad had been here, we might've even touched on the Atlanta Hawks a little bit. They've won three straight after losing their first two. Uh, so uh, we'll, down the road, take a little deeper dive into this year's Atlanta Hawks team. One other quick note, of course, we want to recognize the passing of Hall of Fame basketball coach Bob Knight, who uh, coached at Indiana and was actually the last coach uh, to have an undefeated national championship team. That is a quick run through lots of different things. We'll take a break and be back with more of Bartow SportsZone. Elite Stone Supply can meet all your needs for outdoor supplies and power equipment. But did you know we repair and service small engines? From string trimmers to lawnmowers, Elite has the experienced tools, and service to keep your equipment running. Elite Stone Supply with Husqvarna Mowers, High Sun ATVs, Premier Buildings, and Superior Trailers. We have it all at 9 Baker Road and Joe Frank Harris Parkway just north of Cartersville across from Racetrack. Online at EliteStoneSupply.net. Whether you're a fan of the Hurricanes, Colonels, Wildcats, or Tigers, Sidelines Grill in Cartersville is the perfect spot to get your team ready with a meal before the game or celebrate afterwards. Wear your team colors to Sidelines Grill on Fridays this season and receive a free queso appetizer with the purchase of any two entrees. With a great menu, wall-to-wall TVs, patio seating, and a kid's menu too, it's Sidelines Grill where you'll find great food, good times, and all the games. Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome back to Barco Sports Zone on WBHF. Charles Wilson here, along with Alan Sanders, back in the WBHF studios on the Zoom Connection. We have Jackson Hyde and Larry Gardner, along with Dave Coleman. We'll get to those guys in just a moment. But uh, some news from earlier in the week out of GHSA. Uh, It looks like uh, the possibility that all four local GHSA schools, Adairsville, Cartersville, Cass, and Woodland, have been assigned to the same classification beginning with the 2024-25 athletic seasons. That means that all four will likely be placed in the same region for the next two-year cycle. Other schools possibly assigned to that region would include Southeast Whitfield, Cedar Town, and Hiram, among some others. I know uh, Kale's a possibility uh, down in Cobb County and some others as well. Uh, I personally would advise everyone to stand by, if you will, for now. Uh, the committee has made changes after their deadlines before uh, under some legislative pressures. So uh, they've also apparently decided uh, to abandon the small private schools moving forward or found them at least not cost-effective, the private schools in Class A through Class AAA will now all compete for state championships against one another, while there will still be public state championships in those lower classifications uh, in all three, A, AA, and AAA. So I just wanted to get some feedback from you guys uh, as to your takes on the layout that's currently out there from GHSA. Larry, we'll start with you.
5: Yeah, I, I love it for several reasons. Number one, travel. I love the logistics. You know, how many times have we had to go to a football game and then spend an hour and a half to two hours getting back home? You know, those, those 1, 2, and 3 a.m. nights make a long day when you come around on Saturdays. So, logistics-wise, I love it. Secondly, I love it that all county teams are in the same region, and it's with the exception of, of course, you guys in in 5A now, but for us at Adair's, the reclassifications over the last couple of years took all of our natural rivalries away. So you didn't get to play cash, but unless it was a scheduled non-region game, you didn't play Cartersville at all, you know, didn't get to play Calhoun when they reclassified them as well. So having all four teams will continuously build a natural rivalry there also. So I love it. If they were to go, eight regions. I mean, eight region games of a nine team region with two non region games and football, you know, but I would love it that way. If it goes across the, the, the rest of the sports spectrum with basketball and everything else, I think it's just going to be good naturally for everybody to be involved that way. I love it.
1: Jackson, your take on uh, the realignments that are potentially out there.
3: Yeah, kind of piggybacking off of what Larry said, I think geographically it's going to be a a better situation. You mentioned those teams. I've dug into it. I'm a football junkie, so I'm on the football side of things. That Kel region, you mentioned Kel, Charles. Their whole region pretty much will be in 4A with the Cambridge and the, I think, Blessed Trinity and some other schools that have dropped into 4A now. I think you'll see them stay down. I think it'll definitely be Hiram, and then the one kind of, out by their self is Central Carrollton, which is not a good logistic uh, program for, for the rest of the schools, but that would be the one that you might see uh, brought into this region. I know Altoona is at the very bottom of the 5A, so it could be a possibility that they drop down. If they do, I think they're a natural fit into that region as well.
1: Larry, Alan brings up a good point uh, through our Zoom chat uh, about the non-football sports, all the other sports. you got – a lot of sports and activities that take place on school nights, uh, not just about football on Friday nights. How does this uh, help or hinder if the reclassification that was put out there holds up?
5: Well, it definitely helps, especially on basketball nights when you're playing Tuesday night games and you're supposed to be done by nine. And I'll, and I'll even tie it to a football game we played recently. We played a Thursday night game at, at Gordon Lee that was in chickamauga and by the time we got back and got everybody situated you're talking midnight 1 a.m on a school night so think about that in terms of basketball when you're playing a game on a tuesday when everybody's already dragging and slow and moving methodically and you got basketball kids or cheerleaders or anybody else that are on the bus trying to get wrapped up and unrolled it's a whole lot easier to make a 15 minute trip to cast or a twenty-minute trip to Woodland, or or a twenty-five-minute trip to Cartersville, than they have to make an hour, hour fifteen, hour thirty to Ridgeland or or, or Gordon Lee. In in terms of our region, of course, um, but for everybody, it's you got to look at the mentality of the student athletes because you don't want to do any damage to them. And I know most of them are gonna stay up playing Fortnite and anything else till old oh, dark thirty. But um, when you're looking at the overall aspect of the student athlete, I think it makes perfect sense on a logistical basis with these set of realignments. Now I'm pretty sure in that there's case they're going to feel because they're real at the tail end. Eight students separates AAA from four, a and the, the the out of district qualifiers, the thing that knocks us up that way. So, but overall I, I, I like it for all sports outside of football as well. So
1: Jackson final minute before our news break, the private schools in class a through triple a, will all have to compete for one state championship. Does it look like GHSA may have abandoned some of those smaller schools, or is that a good thing?
3: I think it's a good thing. I think it's, uh, you know, especially when you get into the rural parts of the state in South Georgia, I think it's important that those guys, uh, those smaller schools, get to compete on a level playing field with other schools, you know, with the same demographics where – uh, the private schools even in that 3a level will now have their own own opportunity to compete you know against teams of similar demographics so I think I think it's a good move overall uh, like you mentioned Charles I'm sure a lot of things are going to change between now and it's set in stone so uh, it's gonna be fun to watch and see what happens
1: yeah I just I'm afraid there will be a uh, a departure of a lot of the really small Class A private schools because they will now have to compete against private schools that are in the AA and AAA classification. Let's take a quick time out for a news break and we'll come back to talk some college football on BSC. If you're like most people, your home or business structure is your biggest investment, and your roof is its first line of defense. When storms are just the natural wear and tear of time create issues for your roof or gutters, call on Bartow County's only master elite roofer All-Star Roofing. With free same-day inspections and estimates, contact All-Star Roofing at 770-655-0911 or find allstarroofs.com online. Rest easy under the stars when it's an all-star room. With agents Holly Carpenter, Pete Poston, Carolyn Brown, broker Ashton Willingham, and owner Calvin Evans, Blackstone Realty Group is your full-service real estate team for all of Northwest Georgia, providing attentive service for buyers, sellers, and investors on a wide range of real estate needs for all types of property and price ranges. Call Blackstone today to find or sell that special home, rental, or commercial property. Blackstone Realty Group, 770-382-6202, and online. At BlackstoneRealty.net. Good morning, Barco Sports Zone fans. Welcome back to BSC on WBHF. We'll remind you that this portion of Barco Sports Zones brought to you by Oak Valley Designs, your source, for luxury stair coverings with sewn-in padding available in shapes, colors, and a variety of carpet styles to best fit your taste. Check out oakvalleydesigns.com to begin your shopping experience right away or call 706 331 You can check them out, oakvalleydesigns.com. We want to welcome everyone back into Bartow Sports on this morning. I'm Charles Wilson, your host, along with Dave Coleman, Larry Gardner, Jackson Hyde, Brad Stevens has now joined us on the zoom connection and Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studios, Brad, I'll give you uh, about 30 seconds. The Atlanta Hawks have won three straight after losing their first two, a real quick take on this year's Hawks team.
0: I'm holding out hope as I always do. Larry's got the hat on this morning too. And I'm I'm really happy with how they've started, but you know, it's all about, Oh, in the shirt. It's all about how you finish. Um, You know, there it's, it's three seasons, first half, second half, and then the playoffs. So we'll see how it goes in the second and third half. But right now, I'm feeling pretty good about it.
1: Larry, I'll let you jump in here on the passing of Hall of Fame basketball coach Bob Knight. i give your reaction to that occurrence.
5: Man, what a Hall of Fame legendary guy. You know, Robert Montgomery Knight, as we used to hear, Dick Vitale referred to him several times before any Indiana or Texas Tech game that you see him, you know, there will never be another one, both in the good and the bad, but the legacy is going to be forever spoken. Just a, just a great human being overall, even with the shenanigans, the guys just, what can you say? It's class act and a uh, great loss for the college, for college basketball community, but uh, even more so for those in the Indiana and Texas Tech areas as well.
1: Let's turn our attention now to the first college football playoff rankings of the year. They were released this past Tuesday night. Ohio State comes in at number one, Georgia at two, Michigan three, Florida State four, and Washington at five. That's your five undefeated teams uh, at this juncture as far as the top power five conferences are concerned. And then you've got a whole group of teams in positions six through 13 with one loss. Oregon, Texas, Alabama, Oklahoma, Ole Miss, Penn State, Missouri, and Louisville. So uh, as we get ready for the playoff run in college football, in the playoff uh, system, it is most likely that it will all work itself out. It just about always does by the time we get to that final ranking. But which of those top five unbeaten teams would you leave out of your top four right now? Let's start with you, Dave. I
7: think it would have to be
1: Washington. Um, they, <clears throat>
7: they played a close game with Oregon. They were at home. Oregon had a very makeable field goal opportunity. Missed it as game expired. Um, I think if Oregon and Washington locked up on a neutral side, I'd I'd like Oregon in
1: that game.
3: So for me, it would be Washington.
1: Jackson, who would you leave out of that top five group?
3: I, I think Dave hit the nail on the head there. It's it's definitely Washington. Uh, that the other four I think are are head and shoulders. If you if you tried to match them up with those other four in in the in that group of five, I think I think Washington goes zero and four. So I think that's the that, that would be my choice.
1: I see some nodding heads, but Larry, we'll let you jump in.
5: No, he's absolutely right. I mean, well, granted, they may have the number one quarterback in the nation in pennies, but Washington's team would not even, I don't think they can hold a candle to Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia, or Florida State. So, to me, I'm, I'm right along with everybody else. I think they would be the first persons out in that group of top five.
0: Brad, you can chime in. Oh, that's – yeah, I agree with everybody and what they said. I mean, it's a line of scrimmage league for the teams that are on the top, and and Washington does not have it on the line of scrimmage for any of those other four at all.
1: Well, I'm going to be the person that's contrary to your pick. I'm going to say I'm going to omit Florida State. I think just too much weight was given to that opening season win over LSU, who already has two losses. Uh, They went to overtime with a bad Clemson team. They held on for a two-point win over Boston College, who happens to be 58th nationally in defense and 47th in total offense. So I would pick Florida State as the team that I would leave out there. Now let's look at six through 13. Uh, All of those teams have one loss. Which of those eight teams would you give the greatest chance to run the table and finally climb in? To the college football playoffs. We'll start with you, Dave. Gotta be Alabama.
7: I mean, that defense is stellar. They're loaded as they can be. I don't have questions at quarterback, whatnot. Um, the offensive line has been as young and, and making young mistakes, but they're the only team that I see out there that's got the depth of Georgia. Um, uh, they can win ugly and have been doing such. So, you know, uh, Oklahoma as well.
1: Uh, But for me, it would be Alabama. Brad, we've got about a minute uh, before we take this next commercial break. you got to pick one of those six through 13 teams. Which of those eight do you give the best chance to make the playoff?
0: Uh, I would have to go with – I mean, Bama's a good choice. I would go with Texas as well. I mean, you look at their remaining schedule, they play – Kansas State uh, tomorrow, but after that it's TCU, Iowa State, and Texas Tech. Got a pretty good road there to go undefeated and still have one loss at the end of this thing, so you got to watch out for Texas as well.
1: I'll tell you, we'll get to Larry and Jackson when we come back from the commercial break. I think it's Oregon. Dan Lanning's team, they just look like the most dangerous offense and defense out there uh, with one loss already. Number two nationally in total offense, number 16 nationally in defense, in a conference that has Some really high octane offenses. So, of those teams with one loss, I really like Oregon right now, although they may have a tougher schedule than just about anybody else left on that. We'll hear Larry and Jackson's response to that question when we come back to Bartow Sports Zone. Keep your property in top-notch shape this season with a new Husqvarna mower from Elite Stone Supply. With all your residential and commercial mower needs, Elite has zero turn, riding, and walk-behind models in all price levels. Check out the robotic mowers, too. Come make your best deal today on any of our full line of Husqvarna mowers at Elite Stone Supply. 9 Baker Road, just north of Cartersville, on US 41, across from Racetrack, 770-387-3007, on Facebook and online at EliteStoneSupply.net.
4: Rooks Roofing and Exteriors is your answer for all types of services for your home or commercial property. With free inspections and roof insurance claim assistance, Rooks Roofing is a GAF certified contractor completing repairs, storm damage, restoration, and full roof replacements. Rooks Roofing also offers gutter repair and installation along with many other exterior repair services. Call 678-249-7549 or visit RooksRoofing.com. Rooks Roofing, where the proof is in the roof
1: good morning friends welcome back to the home stretch of Barto sports on on your friday november the 3rd charles wilson here along with jackson hyde brad stevens larry gardner and dave coleman alan sanders back in the wbhf studios we're talking a little college football and we were discussing the one loss teams uh, in rankings six through 13 in the college football playoff rankings that came out on Tuesday night. We got some perspective from a few folks. Let's uh, turn our attention now uh, to that same question. Which of those eight teams with one loss, Larry Gardner, do you think uh, has the greatest chance to run the table and reach the college football playoffs?
5: The team that has the greatest chance is Texas because they got the easiest schedule, but the team that I think will do it is Oregon. And to piggyback off your point from earlier, Charles, I think it's the best team on both sides of the football in that group, but they, they can easily, easily win out and they would be the top one loss team in there. Uh, Washington's had two mediocre performances in a row. You know, you don't know what they're going to do. So they may be able to uh, hop them even in the rankings and jump up in there as well. So to answer the question in short version, I think it's Oregon, but Texas has the easiest path to be able to do so.
1: Jackson, you're picked to run the table out of the one loss teams.
3: Well, this is kind of out of the box, but any any one loss team at this point in the season, if you look at the remaining schedule and who's ahead of them, they all tend to need some help. They need one of those topper top four or five teams to lose to get a chance to get in. The one that really doesn't need any help is Ole Miss. You know, they've got Georgia left on the schedule. They've got the SEC championship left on the schedule. If they can win out, they're a shoe in to, to be in the playoffs. So uh, they're a team that really doesn't need any help from anybody else. They just got to handle business themselves. I'm not sure they're capable uh, of doing that, but they're the team that kind of has the path where it doesn't matter what anybody else does. If they take care of business, they can get in. So I'm going Ole Miss.
1: I know I sent you guys uh, some of these uh, questions earlier in the week. So we'll kind of flip the script now. Still talking about those eight one-loss teams that are in the college football playoff rankings. Of all of those one-loss teams, they all have games this weekend. You've got Oregon taking on Cal. Texas against Kansas State. Alabama's playing LSU. Oklahoma is at Oklahoma State. That's a big rivalry game. Ole Miss is hosting Texas A&M. Penn State at Maryland. Missouri is at Georgia And Louisville plays Virginia Tech at home. The question you guys know that I sent you, but our audience doesn't know, is which of those one-loss teams is going to take on its second loss this weekend? And I'll start. I think it's Missouri. Uh, Does Georgia cover the 15-and-a-half point spread? I don't know. Not real sure. But since I'm uh, covering national ranks here on offense and defense, Georgia is the only team in the country in the top ten, in both of those categories. They're eighth nationally on defense. They're fourth nationally in total offense. Uh, I also think all of the other 7 one win-loss teams will win this weekend. So uh, my pick to get their second loss out of those eight teams would be Missouri. Let's jump over to Jackson Hyde and get his opinion on that.
3: Yeah, Missouri is obviously the obvious choice. The one to, to keep an eye on is Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Uh, Oklahoma battled. Four quarters, I mean, they had a, a tough game last week. that kind of went down to, to the wire there. It was still real close in the fourth quarter. Rivalry game, that's that's the one that could be the – if there's an upset, that could be it.
5: Larry? Yeah, same point. Um, I think Missouri covers. they they played Georgia real tight the last couple of years, but I think Georgia ultimately wins. But I think Missouri covers. Uh, I'm with Jackson on the Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game. It's the last time that they're going to be playing – relatively for at least the next couple of years because Oklahoma's coming to the SEC. So that bedlam rivalry is going to mean a lot to those people on the Oklahoma State side. Uh, But long story short, yeah, I agree it's going to be Missouri. David?
7: Yeah, Missouri's the easy choice. I think they'll have about six procedural calls just from crowd noise. I think the fans will be ramped up. Uh, You know, they had that. There were some personal issues between Last year, if y'all remember, before the game, they had a little fight. And then they had a skirmish after the game. I think Georgia players would like to uh, ram it down their throat. Um, my my second choice, I, I'm I'm thinking Texas A&M's got a really good shot. They match up well with Ole Miss. I know it's on the road. And that's a tough one. Uh, I'm not. You know, you wonder if Texas A&M's quit on their coach. Um, At this point, they might after this game if they lose it. um, But I think
1: Texas A&M is a really tough matchup for Ole Miss. Brad, you get the final take.
0: Uh, I'm going to go with Missouri. Uh, I want to thank the college football playoff committee for giving us all the motivation we could have needed, sticking us at number two. I loved it. I loved every second of it. I'm sure Kirby was sitting in his office just grinning. So uh, I think we take it on home this weekend and cover the spread.
1: That's going to wrap it up for this week's edition of Barto Sports Zone. We want to thank everyone for listening. We want to thank our guest in the opening hour, Kyle Sandy of sandyspill.com. And we want to wish Coach John Cudd, who was also our guest, the best of luck tonight as the Tigers travel to Cahala Creek to take on the Colts. So uh, that game will be available for you on the Adairsville Sports Network. For Larry Gardner, Dave Coleman, Jackson Hyde, Brad Stevens, and Alan Sanders, I'm Charles Wilson. Saying so long till next week. And we'll see you with Marco Sportsman. Hi this is Charles Wilson of Bartosportzone.com inviting you to join us each Friday morning from 7:10 to 9 a.m for the Barto Sports Zone radio show. We'll interview local coaches, visit with sports personalities, and discuss the hot topics in the world of sports. So join the Barto Sports Zone team Friday mornings on WBHF and keep up with your local sports news at
2: vartosportzone.com.